0: No limit, Texas Hold'em, is the Cadillac of poker.
1: You don't happen to have 8,000 bucks on you? Oh <laughs> no, we don't use money in heaven. It comes in pretty
0: handy down here, Bob. Oh, geez. you just want a million You're
1: making a run ahead, aren't you? Mowing up a stake and going to Vegas.
0: Welcome to episode number 11 of When the Chips Are Down podcast. From living in a van, playing low six cash, to battling in Bobby's in the Bellagio, I am Andrew Pike, King19Peeper. Winning money is always good. <laughs> Joined by my co-host and also best friend, Scott, stay wild.
1: I'm cocky and arrogant and uh, ignorant at the same time.
0: Whether you've been at the tables for years or just now dipping your toe into the most complex game on the planet, this podcast should have something for you. But Perker play hasn't watched Rounders and Mike McDermott jet off to Vegas and think, man, I wish I could do that. Well, this podcast is about a guy that did some guys that are doing, and a guy that wants to do that, so hopefully it'll provide a lot of perspective into what all being a professional poker player is and what that looks like in today's day and age. First segment before we get into our part two of our origins. Let's play some cards. Don't tease me.
1: Let's play some
0: cards. Here we get the table, Scott.
1: Been a little rough. I've been uh, playing pretty well, but I keep getting sucked out. One-outers on the river and uh, just trying to... To realize that that's going to happen people are playing bad and i'm getting in great spots and that's what i want but um, i'm getting sucked out on so it's, it's a little frustrating i know some people do this for a living and it's probably just another you know another day at the at the office for them but doing a three-week stretch and
0: it happened constantly is a little rough yeah for sure my first month here i think i was one for four and uh, four-figure pots that I played and got my money in the head on all of them. <laughs> so, <Wow. laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, so instead of yeah, winning you know three grand for the month, you uh, you know, lost lost one grand to the rake. So <laughs> 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 it's uh, yeah, pretty, um, uh, yeah, pretty crazy stuff for me. Let's see, I think I think things were. Okay, Uh, I played a little bit on Sunday, and doubled up, like, almost my, like, my third hand in, just, like, made top two pair, and this guy just, like, 2x pot, like, ripped the turn, and there's a straight possible, but it just didn't, it just, it was a rainbow board, and it just, it didn't make a lot of sense for how he was playing, I was like, this, this doesn't feel like anything, and he just, like, yeah, he, like, turned a gutter, and, um bricked so that was nice and then but then ended up uh so i was up like 600 like almost immediately but then ended up giving some back to the guy when because like i opened ace jack suited and he goes all in again and so ace jack is a pretty happy call and he just has queens and holds and and then lost ace king to queens versus him as well so and like a, a small win yeah looking over my um results for this week pretty decent yeah i didn't put in um a ton of volume most kind of accidentally because i i just kind of like (laughs) miss i kind of like misjudged uh a situation and so the the lodge was having a a pretty big uh tournament down in Austin or and so they're having like a twelve hundred main events and over the weekend and I think it was like a million guaranteed or something. Uh so a lot of my friends were coming out for that and so I was like, oh yeah and they're running I was wanting to go out go out there and uh they're running satellites too it but they only ran satellites like on Wednesday and I had I had a a problem with my van's brakes on on Wednesday and I, I wasn't able to get down there yep. I ended up fixing it and it wasn't wasn't a very big deal but I couldn't get down there while they're running satellites but I had already kind of like made up my mind that I was gonna go and wasn't gonna direct buy-in but I was hoping to maybe, uh satellite in or something or just play cash and uh, meet some of my friends there but um so did get to hang out with some friends down there, which is which is cool and some some that I hadn't seen in a few years. So that part was nice. But as far as like poker goes, yeah, the, the games were um, like average, but I mean far below average for for Texas. Like <laughs> it was just mostly like a, you know, a lot of people that had already uh a lot of decent regs from out of town and people that had already bagged and Uh, I mean, there's, there's like one, I sat down at this one table and there's like, just like some Asian kid, like on his laptop. And then he's, he's talking with like another guy at the table about like, uh, he's like, no, no, that's a fine play. Cause like, I have like a lot of like asex hands that like want to like check, check, raise flop and stuff. And I was like, what the, what, I was like, am I still in Texas? Like, this is not, (laughs) I was like, get me out of here. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of like a a a, a wasted uh, two days. Other than the the seeing seeing friends, but yeah, things things uh, still get, went pretty well. Uh, uh busted like a hundred dollar tournament, and with like uh, pocket kings against like ace queen and pocket tens, and that was like for a pretty 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 large pot, like decently into the tournament but uh that was just like a hundred dollar tournament and then um yeah I ended up winning like 600 in cash games this past week so it's so it's been yeah decent okay winning money is always good
1: <laughs> yeah you're a deer for a decent week for sure that's pretty cool uh
0: on sunday did then play on the stream on monday night uh i think they alternate every week every monday night between one two and one three Mm -hmm. And the it's a one k cap when it's one three, and so that's a little bit bigger than I, uh, when I first moved here I'd be comfortable playing one three, uh, with one k cap. But now the way things have gone, not not as healthy with the bankroll to to be playing in. And that, so, and then there was also a couple, like, decent, gotten to some, like, uh, local, like, Facebook groups and, and stuff from, that a lot of the regulars are on here, and, uh, so a couple, like, decent players were in there as well, so decided not to, not to play on that, but I, I did, um, uh, but we'll probably play next week when it's, uh, when it's 1-2, and... Uh, that was that was that was a lot of fun. Talk about uh, briefly, like socially, here, like been been hopping in some of the the like the live stream chats and stuff, and and getting to know some some people there. And uh, yeah, it was it was pretty fun on on Monday, I think it was when since I wasn't I wasn't playing, I was watching it. And uh, there's a couple like younger guys that uh, that were pros that were commentating and i'd run into him before we didn't really know each other though but uh i was just i was just like hitting like zingers like left and right just coming out with like all these great one liners and uh they're like yo bike king has not missed dude he's just been like on it and <laughs> uh and so uh they that was that was pretty cool and then like got to um and i was and then i went to go and play and so like uh <laughs> they, like had me in the booth just for like a couple of minutes and they're Like, yo, man, like, you're, yeah, you're, like, our number one comedian. Like, you're, you're, you're cool. And so that was, that was pretty neat. And then, uh, then last night, I think they streamed another game. It was, uh, they had, they had some, someone on who was, like, a dealer down in Houston. And her name was, like, Mm Shanice. And, uh, they were, um, they usually do, like, some giveaways or something, um, for, for some merchandise. But she didn't have like a screen name or a nickname, so they're like, All right, whoever like comes up with like the best like screen name like wins a hoodie. And they're for for poker house and they're pretty nice hoodies and I mean they're not cheap for hoodies, like it's like a thirty-five dollar hoodie. Mm-hmm. So so I came up with uh showdown Shanice Sh- since it's like both Texas and poker related. Mm-hmm. That's and, pretty cool. Uh yeah. And uh yeah, and she's like, Yeah, that that's that's pretty good. Like that's that's the winner. Um so, uh, yeah, so I won, won a hoodie, I, didn't, I haven't gone, gone to, to pick it up yet, but uh, yeah, that's been, that's been cool. But this episode isn't about me, this is more about your story, so let's get into the main event in part two of our Ordnance story. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event.
1: Like Andrew said, uh, we have been best friends for, man, how long has it been now?
0: 2009 or something like that yeah
1: yeah yeah wow i met andrew i think when i was about 16 or 17 and uh my life was changing my beliefs were changing in a sense and uh he was the first guy i met who i thought had a lot of integrity and uh who i thought was a pretty honest friend so uh i've kept him around for almost 15 years now (laughs) don't know if that was a great decision or the worst decision but uh But yeah, my journey with poker has been uh really, really great in, in all aspects, uh, ups and downs. But I was taught the game when I was about five or six from a family friend, actually. And I just found it so intriguing because of the psychology behind it. Like, there were just so many levels, and you just never really knew what was going on. But you could gain... Yeah, as a kid, I realized you can gain bits and pieces of information along the way that informed all these decisions. And I, I really got hooked. So, fast forward about four years. Uh, I believe in 2003, the Moneymaker poker boom happened. Uh, I was eight, so I did not see Moneymaker play. And I actually had no idea what happened. Um, but the ripples of that really, you know, started, I started to hear about it from friends and family. Um, and like, I, I don't think Andrew's, you didn't, you didn't know about the moneymaker thing either. Right.
0: No, no. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I really had no, no idea who, who he was and, or what, what all happened with that until I, until I Googled it and started, started listening to a lot more podcasts and, uh, and that's just like a, a pretty pivotal moment in in poker history and where it seems like 90% of players, uh, from today have started or have heard about it was, uh, was with that tournament. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's funny cause I, I always want to relate to the people talking about that, that like, that's this is how we got into the game. And I'm like, yeah, I was young. <laughs> that's not, that's not what got me there. But, um, yeah, so those ripples, uh, created an effect where I was flipping through channels trying to make it to Nickelodeon probably, and I came across ESPN, and the first guy I see is Greg Fossilman Raymer, and, like, me and Andrew were talking earlier about that, and I just thought he was so cool. I mean, I'm nine years old, I'm looking at this guy playing cards, and if you don't know anything about Raymer... He's got these really cool glasses, I say cool. they're pretty they're, as an adult, it's pretty cheesy, but uh especially playing poker now. but they were they were bright. You couldn't see his eyes, and it showed like a picture of a reptile with just like red and green highlights. And as a nine-year-old, I thought that was so sick. Um, so they, yeah, it hooked me on to watching that whole series. <laughs> I come to find out how long poker was back then. Yeah, I was like, it, it took forever. I think it almost, like, it took over a week, I think, for me to get everything. But uh, it was it was so awesome, and I was hooked, and I watched all of that. I loved all of it. Um, uh, and then Raymer ends up winning it. So that, in a really weird sense, when Raymer won, I felt like I had a connection to poker that I didn't understand, and I've had that same feeling ever since. I you know and I've always known about poker in the sense of you know poker's for degenerates degenerates gamble but you know it was it's what lower middle class people did a lot you played cards you know you tried to think that you're smart enough to you know somehow get out of the system um, kind of rebellious wild west feeling and where I grew up that was just it was a cool way to look at the world. I thought um, I liked bravado, you know. I I loved the moment, and I was unbelievably competitive. I basically played cards probably from uh, probably from nine or ten all the way up until I met Andrew at seventeen, just for fun. I just always, you know, I followed the game. Um, I I don't know if you remember back then, but. Because I, I don't know if you had cable back then, but ESPN did a thing where they just started to interview all the big guys. Did you ever see that? Yeah. So they, they would like interview uh, Ivy and Nagranu because, and, and Doyle because Helmuth, um, all those guys back then, because they're them as poker characters, they were like so good for the game and so good for TV. Um, So they they just did a ton of background on them. And those characters, like, they they were just so cool, man. And it really got me into it. So I followed, you know, I'm just following their careers for almost seven years and started to play, you know, online a little bit. But really, really never took poker seriously. And that's uh, fast forward to the time where Andrew uh, told you about his accident. Where, like, was it 2016 or 17, you said?
0: Yeah, I think that was on seven, on 17.
1: Yeah, so... I, um... I started to get pulled into poker much deeper because what Andrew was going through, he was like, hey, man, like... I had my own apartment at this time. And uh, my first apartment, my own apartment. And, uh... <laughs> Andrew basically lived there. <laughs> <laughs> you you, man, you were there often i was like uh, i was like is this, is this is this my wife is this what we're doing we went out and got a <laughs> dog at a shelter together <laughs>
0: uh, you, you live like half a mile away like what do uh, you want yeah, to do
1: i know i know you you're not going to stay at your parents all day we Staying can go over to my place. <laughs> uh, uh, so so I come you know, I come back to the apartment one day. like, hey, man, what's up? And, you know, this dude's playing poker online for, like, real money. No, I don't, I had no idea you couldn't even play poker online for real money. Um, the whole full tilt scandal, you know, Black Friday, I knew none of that. I, I, like, I just knew that they, you could do it with fake money, you know, and people had fun. But I had no idea, no idea you could do it for real money. And uh, I have no idea how you stumbled across those sites, actually, between Bet Online and Ignition. Um, but I signed up to Bet Online and I was doing okay. And I was a little surprised. I was a break even player that eventually got really irritated that I kept breaking even. So I did, I, I, uh, did the cardinal rule. I would, you know, slowly move my bankroll up to, when it got up to like you know 200 bucks after i invested like 50 bucks i just got so tired of that little grind and i would just ship it all in into one one big big cash game and uh i lost a bunch of money (laughs) over and over
0: yeah you remember that yeah, yeah. Those. Uh, I think that's that's a really very fairly typical story of getting into online poker. Is, yeah, like usually the usually the minimum deposit is like fifty bucks, sometimes a hundred, and uh, yeah, you deposit the minimum and 50 yeah run it up, lose, run it, you know, fifty, run it up, lose, and uh, yeah, just do that for a while. And so you know, how how is this actually supposed to work? How am I actually supposed to like <laughs> make money at this stupid game? <laughs>
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's that was the thought, and I was I didn't really lose much money, like it, sub five hundred dollars easily. Um, but when you um, when you banked that tournament for twenty k, that was a big deal um, because it it was like whoa, you know I've watched guys on TV, you know, win, but not you know. A lot more than 20 grand, but for me, it, you know, that young of an age, uh, early 20s, I was like, whoa, this is, like, this is a, this is, this is real, <laughs> like, I, you know, like, this, like that's physical money, like, that, that's, that's a reality, yeah. and uh, it, it it's weird, because you kind of look, you're always looking on the outside at things like that, like, you, you know, you can't do that because you haven't experienced it, and um, so for me, that was really cool. And I started to take it more seriously at that point um, especially because you did um I know you started to go on some training sites, and I believe I started you you went to Vegas like it was pretty quick your your decision was pretty fast so you you flew out to Vegas, and over the years we stayed in touch and the goal actually was is that I was going to move out to Vegas. I was a barber at the time to join Andrew to you know take a shot at poker. And um, I I believe I had a membership to Red Chip. I had just started it. Really <laughs> I really regret that not going. <laughs> uh so s- some things just came up and um um I made a choice and I didn't end up going uh for a bunch of reasons some I could justify now, some I couldn't. Um but nonetheless, I didn't go, but the great thing about that was I did get to meet my wife. So, you know, pros and cons, I think I I think I won that. I got I hit the nuts on that one. Poker wasn't really a part of my my future. It was just something I really enjoyed and I thought I would support you in your journey with it, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, you were having a great time, you know. I, you weren't. You might not have been winning as much as you wanted, but at that time in our twenties, like to be making money, you know, on your own out in Vegas playing poker. For me, I got to experience um, the the honesty of what like what trying to play full time can look like, Um, which was really insightful and I was so glad that you did it. Like, and like you said, even though all those things considered, you had to learn a ton of lessons and you made a bunch of mistakes, but I think, you know, it would always kind of always kind of, I don't want to say regret regrets, uh, not the correct word, but it always kind of bites me in, in the past a little bit that I'm like, man, we both could have been out there like, you know, ton of extra time, Because I, like, I think the experience there, because you had nothing to lose, like you said, you had no overhead, you know, your risk was so low, like, you going broke, really, in the grand scheme of life, was not a big deal, like, that experience in itself was, it was just great, you know, and I watched you do it, and I wish I was there with you, but, so, yeah, you did that for... Four or five how 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 long did you do that four or five years
0: three years from like two thousand and seventeen to uh like two thousand twenty
1: yeah, and then um around two thousand and twenty Andrew took a little bit of a break and um took some contracting jobs. I kept playing poker online you know for fun it was just something I really enjoyed doing, and I just you know kept up my through it through his experiences it it didn't deter me from poker it actually made me a little bit more fervent in it because I started to realize like wow like this is a really complex game like this game has like merit just based on you know the strategies at, by which you have to implement to do this like this is a this is a game like chess in in a sense like it's for intelligent people um you can be a complete degenerate and lose all your money in in poker but i I put it on the same uh same level as chess for what i thought uh the skill it takes to play well so you came you came back around
0: 2022 um yeah i came i my contract was a year and a half so i came back in may of uh, in like May, late May, early June of 2021 and then stayed there, was there, yeah, through, um, uh, yeah, November of, uh, of, of 22.
1: Yeah. So and Andrew, uh, you know, he was staying nearby me, um, which was really great. It was a a hard time in my life at that moment. So it was great that, you know, he was back, you know, just around the corner from me and, you know, my best friend's back, so so awesome. And then just talking to him daily about poker and how he was working to build up a bigger bankroll this time to take a shot again. And I was just really blown away by by the knowledge you had gained um, on the insights of the game. Um, I remember going through, you know, ev some EV calculators and things like that and um, SPR and everything you would – you would generally start out learning on a training site and you really blew all that to like smithereens. I just didn't know, you know, I, I didn't know that it was going to be able to, to be that complex. Um. So when you were explaining all that to me, I was like, man, this is, this is like, this has got to be the best game in the world. And if it's not, I don't particularly know it is. And it inspired me again, because we have a card room near my place. Um it's only about 15 minutes away. So we would go there and like, you know, we were just we would just win a little bit here and there and you were just so far ahead online. And that's what really happened is you got me into a private site and I started playing with you guys pretty often. <laughs> I was I wasn't that good at tournaments but but you were the people on this site. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> uh but they're all real like they're all super nice. I think they're they're people that Andrew uh know uh from Vegas and LA. I wasn't playing very good uh on the tournament site. And you let me you would uh you always usually ran really deep. I don't know how often you final tabled. It probably was it's probably still about 30 to 40% of the time, I imagine would call me and say like hey i'm playing um if you want to like i can w- you know walk you through like what i'm doing and why i'm doing things and at first i was like man come on that sounds so boring like it's it's poker man like just fucking you know mm. put some chips in there you know make make a strong move man like you know you're not a man you're not a man beaten by jacks like you know what i mean it's just it's not what we do around here and I'm cocky and arrogant and uh, ignorant at the same time. <laughs> so I watched you play and then realized, like, okay, like this is why he's making the final table most of the time. And I keep losing money. I would start to implement some of the things that you were showing me, and I'd cash a few times. I don't know if you were surprised, but I was surprised.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just like, how are you not winning on this? I can see. This. <laughs> these players like what is going on but when i started to win on the tournaments
1: it really gave me a lot of hope um to take it seriously and you were dead set on going back um you hadn't decided where you were going to go yet but then you did decide texas and when you told me like hey i'm for real going back to te- i'm going to texas and i'm going to take a shot again at this like this is what i want to do if i can do it i was you know i i and I thought back to all the years I wanted to join you in, in Vegas and what my journey with poker was going to continue to be because I have a wife, I have a daughter, and I have another daughter on the way. So I was like, well, you know, the sports I play, I can't really play anymore. Like, my knees are just too bad. Um, and I was like, so what What do I do? Like, what, what consumes my day? Um, what do I grow in? you know, for something that I just, I enjoy. And, uh, I was like, well, poker just, just kept standing out to me still. It did. I've just always really loved the game. And when I started to win consistently and making good decisions, um, obviously I'm still learning the game now and I'm, you know, improving every day, but I was seeing real results. Uh, especially, you know, I just, (laughs) I banked the monster tournament (laughs) last month for, uh, I think it was 1700, which felt really awesome. Uh, That was really cool. I talked to my wife and said, you know, I think I'd like to try to do this like part-time, full-time. And is there, you know, is there a way we can set goals to make that happen with this, you know, with this type of dynamic? Like, you know, we're a family that, you know, believes in God and we have certain values, but Um, And we believe poker aligns with those values. Um, And she looked at me and she was just like, I know what kind of person you are. Um, I think this is a good thing for you to do. I know you're going to take care of our family and you never would put us at jeopardy, which I I hope, hope that to be, that is true. I I believe that is true. And I hope to, (laughs) to make sure that it is true. But uh, you know, I told Andrew, I was like, Hey, like I really, I want to take, I want to take my shot and, you know, do what I can now. So Right now, I'm just joined up on Red Chip, and um, Andrew's obviously much farther in his journey than I am, but I'm alongside him, you know, have been one of his biggest, you know, hopefully cheerleaders his whole way, and hoping to keep pushing him, you know, to go as far as he can go. Uh, But, yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm hoping, you know, I mostly play online tournaments right now i play one two when i get the chance i'm a decent cash player i'm probably a break-even cash player right now my hope is to uh take my shot one day and just build up my bankroll right now enjoy the game and learn and just have and have fun you know
0: well that's a wrap for episode number 11 I hope you guys really enjoyed the origin stories and getting to know a little bit more about both Scott and myself and how we got started into playing cards. Be sure to like and subscribe. Give us a review. If you like this episode and these origin stories and you want to hear more, let us know. Feel free to email us with any feedback at when the chips are down Podcast at gmail.com. Send your own hand questions you might have about poker or something else in poker that you'd like us to cover that we haven't talked about yet, and we'll be happy to get to it. Find myself at Bikey19 on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And you can also email Scott directly at stayawildpoker at gmail.com. Coming up in episode number 12, I'll be back with Joe and Willie, what Willie's doing in poker now that the Venetian grind is over, and some more high-stakes stories from Joe. All right, next time. Keep grinding, guys.